Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll but we're definitely getting to that. We're definitely getting that. So with that said, welcome. How are you? It's nice to see your beautiful, sunshiny faces. Um, we are here to, of course, talk about the one, the only, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Now, I'm not about myself. Welcome, nerd, soul, hip-hop, and geek. We do what we do, but, all right, I'm joined by two other people that enjoy this show, and maybe a small hero as well. But over here, we have Jay Shearer. Say what's up. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jay Shearer from the Story Geeks. Uh, I do not know enough about all of the lore surrounding Rings of Power, so I'm just here to talk about the story <laughs> elements of it, and I'll let other people handle the rest of it. But yes, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Cool. And down below, we have the one and only cinematic sorcerer, Solar Gray. What's up? Bling, bling, oh power. Don't worry about not knowing the lore. That is why I am here. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um... If, you, if you've been watching the channel, um, I've been uh, starting a refresher journey on just Hobbit stuff and Lord of the Rings stuff. And I've been asking questions for all my token peeps out there. If y'all got, if y'all can help me out, help me learn, that'd be great. If you're one of those gatekeepers, well, I guess you're not going to answer it anyway. So but <laughs> besides that, because uh, there's, there's a whole lot of questions that I have about the show, but I mean about the universe. But with this episode, I'm going to start off with this. Um... I'll start off this and I'll throw it out. Whoever wants to start talking about this, go ahead. And just so you know, if you're new to Nerd Soul, the reviews, we kind of barbershop it up and just hang out. I'll say, I'll put down this quote or a paraphrase of this quote. Ah, this is the land the elves gave you. First thing, elves ain't give us. All right. <laughs> All right. We earn this. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man. Okay, when you come in, it's like, all right, we're going to talk to the queen. Just keep, just be cool, you know, just chill out, you know, and then, hey, you know what I'm saying? We might be all right, just, just kind of be all right, just relax. Homegirl, Galadriel, I, I already know I don't like characters like this, but <laughs> because you can't be mean to everyone and then, like, great things always happen. But, like, <laughs> no matter what, she's the... She just starts out like, oh, this is what the elves gave you. I was like, really? Really? Uh, really? Really? So this is how you're going to start? This is the queen could just have us beheaded anytime. But we, we're supposed to be, hey, guys, you know what I mean? We was hurt. You know, it was on an accident. You know, what's his name? Hallbrook or whatever? Whatever the other uh -huh. guy's name is. He's trying to be cool. He's like, you know, um, why well, I think she's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll throw that out there. Jay, Solar, go ahead. Oh, please. You, you, you go, Jay. You go. Because once I start, I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I don't know. Again, this, this goes back to like, what is Galadriel? What is Galadriel's journey going to be? Who is she? Who is she becoming? We know who she ends up being in the, in the other movies, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we don't know who she is right now. And clearly she has a very distinct goal orientation around, I need to accomplish something. Um, but maybe her character development's not all there, right? Maybe she needs other elements of her character to start, you know, um, coming into fruition before we really understand um, who she's all about and how she ends up being. But but I do think you could make an argument based on Galadriel in Lord of the Rings. You could make an argument that she's never really been a person who's like, 
outrageously kind and compassionate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not it's not like how you would describe her per se. Uh, so I thought I thought that, that that her in this episode or her role in this episode was pretty interesting, but it also seemed fairly downplayed to me. Like you got that scene that mm-hmm. you're talking about. We got that scene that you referenced. But we were, this was really all about more like introducing more new elements. We still aren't done with the setup of the show, right? Yeah, we're not. We're just getting new elements constantly. Um, And so I think for a person like me, like I'm constantly texting my brother because my brother is like Solar where (laughs) he knows the stuff, right? Like he's read the stuff. He knows the stuff. I'm like, who, what are they talking about, dude? I don't understand it. And then he lets me know. So I want to hear what Solar has to say. All right. So, um. (laughs) When I was watching this episode, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if this is directorially being filmed through the eyes of Galadriel. Because people aren't that big of jerks <laughs> in the, in, uh, on, the, on the planet of Arda, as it were. Okay. And this is, this is really important because um, to answer your question, Mike, um, one, the high elves like Galadriel, like Elrond, like um Gilgalad. Okay, not Glorfindel, Glorfindel's the man, but uh yeah, and your boy Thranduil <laughs> uh, are how do how do we say this down south? I don't know. I live in LA, but what I heard <laughs> was uh I think the word is uppity. Okay. <laughs> Here's essentially the way it works, okay? Um, last last week, I gave you a little crash course on the lore. So we're going mm-hmm. right back to Eru Iluvatar, god of gods. All right? This is this is the god, big G. All right? Big G god. Um, number one, there were, um, when god, big G, was making the planet, it was flat at the time. Um, and he was making a song and all that stuff. He was crafting the perfect being. And it's actually funny because I think it was either Manwe or Olmo got a little impatient and made his own. And that's where the dwarves come from. And this is this comes out in per- important lore because uh, the dwarves are like, yeah, no, I do my thing. And uh, Iluvatar was like, you know, you get a, you did a good job, but they are going to be clashing with my creations. Because I, I just made some creations, and my creations shall be the prettiest and the smartest and the longest lived and all that other stuff. So essentially, <laughs> um, the elves are like the chosen, like they are the ones, right? Um, so they come out, and when they were made, all right, when they were made by Idra Luvatar, God Big G, all right, all the other races was made by God Lil G. Okay, but God mm-hmm. Big G made Iru Luvatar, which is why, if you notice, the elves only show respect and camaraderie with the wizards <laughs> um, and pretty much the other stuff that was made by God Big G or Iru Iluvatar. Um, so everything that came after Iru Luvatar or after the elves were like, you ain't us. Psh, you ain't. Psh, psh. Now, here's the thing. That whole gift of the elves, that was a bunch of BS. Now, she didn't have to go there with the attitude because, yeah, um, (laughs) what they keep talking about is the War of Wrath, okay? The war that tumbled Morgoth, 
Okay. Sauron's okay. boss. All right. And now that you're rewatching the other stuff, you're saying, oh my God, the enemy, the enemy with the, yeah, the dude that made him was with the last war. And okay. the humans in the South went on his side. And I'm sure you've noticed um, the problematic features of the Tolkien works, which is your species determines your character. Yeah. So if you're an elf, you are good and holy and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I guess uh, being arrogant and elitist is also part of good people. But I mean, well, you yeah, know, I mean, because, whatever. Well, here's, well, see, here's the thing. And this is where, make no mistake, I hate elves. Okay, I hate elves <laughs> in fiction. All right, but you're a Trekkie. Vulcans are based on elves. Mm. Okay. And you know Spock yeah. was the coolest one. Um, but they're the ones who, they know they were made by God Big G. And they don't believe in all the God little Gs. They know all the God little Gs. Like Manway and Olmo and and all the and the other um the other seven of the Valar kicked it. They would come over for lunch. They would they oh, they'd okay. be at the cookout. All right. So just think about this. Your your you and your family, you and your people are made by God Big G. And then all the saints come over for ribs and potato salad. You'd be a little bit arrogant. <laughs> and the thing is, in the War of Wrath, the men that stayed faithful to God's little G were given the island of Numenor when they won the War of Wrath. That was the blood and sweat that she was talking about. Now, Galadriel's like, well, you know, you wouldn't have this if it wasn't for us, which is only, it's like that five degrees true. You know, okay. like, like you and your girl buy a house or, and that guy that introduced you to your girl takes credit for the house that y'all bought together because <laughs> he introduced y'all. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, you know? Okay, okay. And, but at the same time, which was established in the first episode, elves don't look at time like everybody else does. So it was like, yeah, no, I introduced y'all. They gave us this island. That only happened like last week. And I was like, nah, son, that happened like a thousand years ago. A thousand years Many ago. Many ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Even though I do um, like, I still like the part of this show that gives us the map. Because even yeah. though the map, I'd like to zoom out from the map a little bit to be like, okay, where is everything? Because y'all keep well, talking about, like, I want to know, where, show me the whole map real quick. And I'll then you zoom up if you need a map. <laughs> Give me the Google up. Maps I... version where I can pinch and zoom real quick. And then... <laughs> I put my little guy down there in the South Rank. All right. So, and now to answer your question, um, the um, with um, with who is she in her journey and stuff like that, given the elves' lifespan, and this show takes place four to six thousand years before Fellowship of the Ring, Galadriel is that person you met at work that's good at her job, but has only been out of college for like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you know they haven't had a good dressing down they haven't been fired from enough jobs they they still give excuses when they're late instead of saying it's not gonna happen again and getting back to work that's where she is like hop hopped up on theory when it's like 
Yeah, we don't do we. Yeah, we don't do that. But you're supposed <laughs> except, to. Yeah, yeah. I know we're supposed to, but we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, except she's been crushing it with theory. You know, so like I said, she's doing good at the job and has been doing it for the first two years. But that big account ain't came yet. Like she was with the last big account, but she was like in discovery or, um, you know, and, and, and documentation, she was making copies, you know, she wasn't talking <laughs> to the clients, <laughs> you know, but she was like, I was on that case that settled for blah, 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 blah. Um, and people are like, Oh my God, she was on that case. Yeah. That was the whole thing in the same sense of, um, you were at this battle and you, and it was like, yeah, I mean, I was a private, you know, I was on the line. I wasn't a general. I wasn't in the front line. Actually I was in the war, but I never really left the boat. You know, that's kind of where she's at right now. Those are know? great analogies. So, so yeah. let me, let me, um, let me run this question by you too. Cause this is one thing I'm wondering about since she, since she is early on in her career and that's like a perfect way of describing it. Why they try to send her to the, western or the eastern shores of the elf land like why they why oh. they try to get rid of her like that um you know uh we talked about this last week a little bit it's like promoting up because yeah. again being the lore guy yeah Galadriel's always been a problem uh okay okay you know because she, she's like a pit bull once she gets an idea going she's just like <laughs> and she's like and essentially gilgalad uh, one of the four elves I respect in, in all of the lore was like, you know what, Galadriel, you did good. You led your strike team. You did that whole thing. You know what? I'm going to reward you. Mm. You know, in the same way Captain Janeway was promoted to Admiral at the end of Voyager. Like, yeah, let's let's put you behind a desk because <laughs> like, we know if you out there in the field, you going to keep looking for trouble. And she's like, I'm never going to give up the hunt for Sauron. It's like, but you can retire now. <laughs> so we will give you a retirement. Here is your golden umbrella. Take some time in the south of France. Do some gambling. Meet some dudes. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. You know, i.e. stop causing trouble. So that, that was the big thing. She, she was being promoted out of his hair. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, uh, one thing. Uh, let me let me throw this out there. Is Hallbrook and it's Hallbrook, right? I think it's Hallbrook. Hallbrook. Yeah. Sorry. So Hallbrook. Is Hallbrook just basically Aragorn? Like, cause yeah, cause it's like it's like I was looking. I was like, come on, y'all. Like, y'all y'all did this one before. Like, he. It's okay to have a regular guy like the Everyman end up being like you know super sweet. Like even even when he was like pretending, like oh man, well I'm scared one, of y'all surrounding me. I'm like, I was like action sequence in three, two. Well, okay, there you go. <laughs> on one hand, he's Aragorn. My personal theory is he is one of the Nazgul. And what is that? Um, <laughs> well, the whole thing is set in the south, right? And this is why I'm like, good, we get to go see that because we ain't never. Never, not once in all the lore that I know, explore that part of the world. What we know about the Southrons and the Easterlings is in the movies, they were the ones with the boats, which were the Black Corsairs. 
they were the ones with the cool helmets that kind of came to a point and then went back in. And they were the ones riding elephants. Mm. He's the king of the ones that were riding elephants. Mm. Like that's his country. That's where this whole show is set. And um, essentially, again, during the War of Wrath, that side got took by Morgoth and ended up fighting on his side. That's why he's like, oh, yeah, I'm out. But um, I'm glad you brought up the Aragorn comparison because since the success of Lord of the Rings in 2000, 2001, you know, the the PJ trilogy, um, every time they've put Lord of the Rings on the thing, we're getting that formula. You know, we're getting our Bilbo. We're getting our Aragorn. We gonna have a Legolas. There's gonna be a love triangle. That's just how it's gonna go. You know? So just so um, kind of just get used to that. It, I mean, you know, it's you're like, man, is this guy just another Aragorn in the same way that Thorin was turned into Aragorn for the Hobbit movies? Mm. Or half of Aragorn was turned into Thorin, the other half yeah. was Bard of Lake Town, which neither one of them in the Hobbit book <laughs> 300 pages, that's it. Um, I'm like, we don't need a movie per 100 pages, but all right, thanks Warner Brothers. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know how it is. It must yeah. be a trilogy, <laughs> and I'm like, one, make it a duology, and two, only make it 90 minutes long. That way, you get more screenings and people go see it more often. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, one three hour movie would have been enough, but then I'm the dude that grew up on the Rankin and Bass um animation from the from 77. Yeah, that was like um, an hour and 10 minutes. You done. Yeah, <laughs> So I got a theory about this guy too, because I think that this dude is going to be the dude who is the blacksmith for the rings. He's not. He's not. Oh, he's not. That oh, is very clear. Um, they would not go too far from the lore. Okay. Um, the lore made it very clear, very clear okay. that the three elven rings were made by Celebrimbor. Okay. Okay. That was the dude that. Elrond went to talk to yeah. be like, wait, you need oh, me to build yeah, a yeah, tower? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He, so he makes the Elven three... rings. Yeah, he makes okay. yeah, he makes Narnia, Ninja, and Elquia. Okay. And um, yeah, again, god damn, I'm that guy. <laughs> um, no, no, I love it. I love it. But the other 17 were made specifically by Sauron. Uh... okay. That 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 was he did that. Got he it. made those rings, and then he made the one ring. And he poured like 40 to 60% of his soul into the one ring. So think about it. If you're a Harry Potter fan, think about them like Horcruxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So it's like, yeah, you can kill my body, but ah, that ring's still there. Cool. All right, I'm reconstituting. Now I want the rest of me back. That was I'm back. That was the word. This guy's gotta make this guy's gotta make some sort of thing, right? Because every time he walks by like a blacksmith shop, he's like, Oh, like um, I'm, I can make weapons so great. He'll he'll probably yeah. end up making like Mjolnir or something like like some super cool <laughs> hammer or something. Well, that is or some th- super think... cool sword. They'll be like, this is the best sword we've ever seen. He like... might be the one that crafts the mace of Sauron. Oh, got it. Got you it. know from from the prequel. I wipe my arm and a wave of people go away. Now yeah, I wipe yeah, it yeah. again. Wave of people going away. I'm like, man, can I get this guy to clean my house? <laughs> trash that makes trash. sense that makes sense what do you, so he's not going to make anything for like galadriel or anything like that like thing is i don't know yeah I, I don't know because i don't recognize him from the lore 
Um, now the other thing, and this goes back to Galadriel. I'm not justifying. Okay. I'm not justifying. And I know because see, when I'm on this show, Mike is like, man, there you go again. Now, um, the thing is (laughs) the first King of Numenor. All right. Um, was a very good friend of Galadriel. Hmm. Okay. It was Elrond's older brother (laughs) was the first King of Numenor. Hmm. So, uh, and that was, um, Eldor. Eldor was the first King. And, you know, um, since Elrond and Eldor have human blood, thanks to Baron and Luthien from a different time, it's the whole thing. Um, you know, they can choose to either stay an elf or become a person. Eldor chose to become a person, and that's where the Dunedain essentially spawned from. Um, those are the kings of Numenor and the queens of Numenor. That that's like that's why they're long lived. That's why they know magic. That's why they're good with boats. That's why she's like, nah, um, these men are not like y'all. Because <laughs> essentially they're better. You know, because you know, they, they got that they got that eugenic advantage of having all that good elven stock in them, you know. Um which is why he's like, I can't believe men like me can make a place like this. And she's like, they ain't like you. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. They get this from my side of the family. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, let's. Uh, I want to. Okay, I want to talk about the the uh, the little foot people or whatever. The uh, ah, the, the almost uh, hobbits. Yeah. The yeah. well, they uh, they a type of hobbit, right? The, are they a type of hobbit or are they like a whatever? Yeah. They they little people. All right. They're yeah. Real little, and you know. Okay. We're at the point, girl, you know, everything is found out. Here comes the big guy. Well, he's not big. He's like a regular size guy. But to them, he's like a, G, a, a giant. Oh, so no, anyway. he's a big dude. <laughs> oh, he is? He, oh, okay. So. Like, if you look at his proportions and stuff, he's he's about 6'8". <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, th- he's he's super tall, but yeah. this also super little. So anyway, exactly. they find him out, and they're like, you know, she got to go. She got to be decaravaned and all this. And um, I, I'll throw this out. I'll throw this out to Jay first. What do you think? This is this is what I'm thinking. Now, yeah, yeah. You got the cackling hens. They like up, oh, mm, decaravan. Up, oh, she did this. She did, and and the and the dude is like, she's young. She's you know she doesn't have hair on her feet or something. I don't know something crazy. But anyway, here's the thing. Yeah, she was old enough to deceive y'all. She was mm. old enough to steal this paper. She was yeah. old enough to do this. She was old enough to do that. Old enough to sneak around. Old enough to uh, blackmail her friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old enough to get some consequences now. This is, the, this is, how, this is how it is. Uh, once, you, once you get to a certain right. age, and I know people be like, oh, well, he, you know, he's young or she's young. It's like, but they were old enough to do this. So there's got to be so, but they did put him in the back. They did put him in yeah. the back. They did put, uh, him, they in put the back. him in the back with a broken foot, you know, because <laughs> old man was there. And here's the thing. I know you're saying that now, but you're going to be talking a different tune in about eight years. Because. No, like no, you, because, you trust oh, me. You don't no, know me that way. When it comes no, no, to it family, ain't that. I do it not. Ain't that. Just, I don't make distinctions. Just, you can ask my no, brother, my mom. I'll no, make them hear distinctions. Hear me out. No, hear me out. All right. Because, um, yeah, she old enough to do all that stuff, but simultaneously she's still 13. And 
when them cackling hands were talking about, they were talking about <clears throat> decaravanning, which is essentially um, breaking off from the group, losing all protection, Shame. all resources, the whole family, bro. It wasn't she was about to be decaravan. Her mama, her grandmama, mm. her, her, her new stepmom, her dad, everybody she's associated with. It's like all y'all gone. Mm. So, so also, I, I got to throw out there, though, that I don't think it's just that. Yeah, they all said that. All the all those ladies said that, like, we got a decaravan, decaravan. Mm -hmm. But there's something about the leader of that tribe. He keeps going back to the to the his own lore, his own books, and he's looking mm -hmm. at all of the of the prophecies, basically, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think he's seeing it differently because I think he's seeing he like the prophecies being fulfilled, and I can't just like kick these people out of my caravan if they're involved in the prophecy and exactly. how it's supposed to be fulfilled. I'm glad. I'm definitely glad you brought that up because that also comes back to policy. Because it's like normally. I would kick out the whole family, mm. but you know, so like on the compassionate level, it's like, you know what? Your kids shouldn't get your whole family thrown in jail. And that's exactly what it was. This is why I'm saying you're going to be singing a different tune in eight years. Cause when your kid is 13 and he gets caught stealing apples from the apple cart, you shouldn't <laughs> be put in jail for 35 years to life, bro. <laughs> and that's essentially what they were doing, you know, cause teenagers, as much as I love them, are stupid. Uh, said, as much uh, as I love them. You know, I, I do. <laughs> I, I love teenagers, but God, are they stupid. And um, and essentially, Nori is essentially a dumb teenager. You know, she, like her heart's in the right place, but she's doing dumb stuff. Homegirl took them around a straight up wolf. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yo, what if a couple of those kids got picked off, yo? What it like? Yeah. What it meant? Then it's like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? She made a little mistake. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. You know, Mama said, "Don't go out there." She went out there anyway. She saw a wolf. You think after that she'd be like, "You know what? Let me cool. Let me chill out." Then here come the media man. All right. Uh -huh. And now, <laughs> now exactly. media man comes down, and she's like, "You know what? I will help him." I'm like, "All right. Well, I can see in this episode, even her friend be like, okay, look, we helped him.'" Let him be. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, he's helped now. He's, he's again, yeah. Up, he's, and again, that he's, yeah, he's he's well. See, now you can let him go on his journey. But Whatever again, he got to do. I challenge you to think back to junior high, though. Okay. Now make no mistake. See, I know. It's, I got, it's hard for um, me because I was the friend that was like, "Nah, yeah, y'all go on your him. own." I was yeah, like, "I know." No, you go because <laughs> no, my mom I, I will kill it. me. I, yeah, you, I get it. You have no ideas how many. I mean, how many times I said, "My mom will kill me." Y'all go. Y'all, y'all go. I can see I'm, it. I can see it because you're. I'd be on my bike. They'd be like, "Let's ride met. our bikes over there." I'd be like, "Let me know." Nah, how I'm that going home. Out. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I'm going back home. <laughs> but yeah. So, like, real talk. I'm like, I remember being in junior high. I remember the stupid stuff that we did, and like back in my old days, like me and my boys were like the young guns, you know. And they looked at me and and they're like, "You're like Chavez." I'm like, "No, I'm more like Doc." I'm I'm the guy that goes along to make sure that whoever's thinking about calling the cops doesn't, you know, <laughs> that, that was the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, her friend is sitting up going, no, nah, we helped him. We got to go. We got to, um, right, you know what? Because, and, and let's be real, bro. Let's seriously be real. 
I uh, I just met you, Jay, but I'm pretty sure we can all identify with how many whoopings we got for what our parents were afraid the consequences of our actions could have been. Mm. Could have been. <laughs> I'm beating your butt because you could, that could have got me arrested. Don't you understand that I'm legally responsible for what you do, at least for another three years? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> at least for about. another three years. <laughs> like when you're 18, you can go. <laughs> you can do your own prison time. But why are you living in this house? 18 is like, man, I don't know. That boy's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, exactly. But didn't he just become an adult? Like, is it pretty much everything up until like this year all under your tutelage? I don't know, man. I can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're missing, though? In, in this scenario, we are missing something. And this is the reason why th there's like an argument about how this is going down. So season one, Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hit me. Caleb, Caleb was the guy who said, because I identify with Caleb. And so so Mike is talking. I'm going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I can tell Mike is the same as me when we were growing up. <laughs> um, because Caleb was the guy I identified with because a bunch of people are all like, Well, he's not empathetic. He like he doesn't and that's not the case. Caleb in season one. Hang on, Caleb. I I'm think Mike. Oh, Lucas, Lucas. Oh, I'm Lucas, the, Lucas, the name. Yeah, Caleb. Name yeah. Okay, Caleb. Lucas, yeah. 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 All right, I'm with that. All right, cool. I forgot the actor's name is Caleb, but he's, yeah. the character's yeah, yeah, name is Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb McLaughlin does such a good job, but I just see him as a guy. Um, so Lucas, Lucas is, he's he's not saying let's get rid of 11 or let's not help 11. What he's saying is we have to do this the right way. We have to go to the police. We have to get the authorities involved. We right. can't just hide her for no reason. But in this scenario, there's no Lucas, right? Yes. There's, there's only there's mm. one girl who's like, just abandon this dude because this dude's crazy and he came from the <laughs> And then there's the other, the other, the other crew is like, the, the or Nori or whatever is like, no, we must be all in. There's no other, like, there's no other competing factor of like, wait a second. There's a right way to do this yeah. and a wrong way to do this, even if we help this person. And so yeah. that's where it gets kind of like, oh, if we had that third voice, we could see another way of doing it that wasn't just abandoning it. See, this what you're saying reminds me of, again, the formula that we all know, but not by its official name, which is the four humors. You know, mm. um, we now got the Stranger Things kids. But um, just to make sure that everybody, including all y'all in the chat, don't think I don't see y'all there, <laughs> um, can be on the same page. We're talking the Ninja Turtles. All right. We, we got the Ninja Turtles as the four humors. And you're right. Right now, we got Michelangelo and Donatello. Yeah. We That's need it. a Leonardo a and a Raph. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. Even know, though got, I love them, yeah. it's a bad mix. But uh, right. tell me I'm wrong. Like, dude, no, right. we got to help him. He fell out of the sky. Well, that is not a good idea, and that's going to get us in trouble. No, no, no. Oh, well, uh, sorry. We thought you left. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no. So so it wasn't that you left? Okay. Um. Well, I'll tell them you'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. That's And that was such a Donatello move, yeah. you know? Yeah. So what we got is Michelangelo and Donatello, and we got the old man as Lord Splinter, or as, as Master Splinter. You know, going, oh, I would have thought you have read the book before it caught fire. <laughs> All right. Well, now go do your backflips. <laughs> you know, that's what we're talking. That's right. And you know, I was yeah. I was watching him read that. I was like, that paper is way too close to the flame. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> was, I mean, it was like it was almost like he was playing with it. I was like, I was like, that paper, uh, 
The paper is dangerously close to. Okay, so I want to hear. I want to hear Solar's take on this too, because is he acting like that because he's like a newborn baby, or is it because this is such a foreign world to him and he doesn't understand um, any of it? If that is who I think it is. Oh yeah, so um, we gotta say who we think it is too, because I'm wondering about that myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I no think ideas. it. I think it's Sauron. Oh, I sincerely crazy. think that it's Sauron. Okay. Ooh. Um, if you're thinking, like, it's I guess Gandalf, like a reborn. Sauron or something? Yeah, because okay, so these things are so powerful that when they get defeated, they just get a lesser form. Mm. Okay, just just a lesser form, just like all right, you know what? I'm a big ethereal spirit, and mm. when you keep in mind um that the Balrog and Gandalf were the same rank, mm. when that Balrog got defeated, it came back in a less powerful shell if it was allowed to come back. Mm. So Sauron, again, same rank as the Balrog, <laughs> mm. you know, but you get defeated. He a little shell shock. He's a little punch drunk. He falls down in that okay. human body, mm. you know, mm. um, and that's what I think. I don't think that it's a wizard because I explained last week, the wizards don't get there for another millennium, <laughs> uh, okay. you know, until the age of man is firmly set. Like, the wizards get to Middle-earth after the War of the Ring, where Isildur cuts the ring from Sauron's finger, mm. you know, after, um, I, and I can't believe, um, uh, I, I really, really can't believe that these characters were introduced so early. But yeah, after um, Elendil and Isildur are both you know, after Elendil dies and Isildur takes up Narsal and cuts the ring from the finger, then the wizards get there. Okay. Now, Jenna James, uh, Jenna James does say, didn't Gandalf say in one of the books that he was known in the past as the stranger? He was. He was. So could, could it be? Maybe. You know, based like on a that young, line, Like a young cut up with abs Gandalf? <laughs> um, real talk. Um, no, I was real like, talk, yo, he's, uh, he's kind of fit. <laughs> given creative license, um, yeah, it, it could be Gandalf. I don't think it is. Um, honestly, I'm hoping it's Alatar or Palando because we have never seen those two. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it could be Gandalf for fan service because, again, uh, um, <laughs> it's the same reason Legolas was what? in the damn Hobbit. Well, hold um, on, hold on, real quick. We technically haven't had well, Galadriel's there, and she's like the main character. So I guess well, that is it's Galadriel and Elrond, and this is pretty much the time of their of yeah. their post adolescence, as I call it. Mm -hmm. So I guess this, I guess that's enough fan service on its own. You get those two, that should do. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, so. I think I agree with Solar because I think like if you give us a different wizard. Mm -hmm. So I've always kind of thought that this could be Radagast because he's kind of like very involved with the animals. And so I was like, okay, well, this, I mean, Gandalf was too. Gandalf whispers to the moth or whatever it is, right? Uh, oh, no, you're on oh, the right yeah. track because he learned that from Radagast. Yeah, Radagast yeah, yeah. is the wizard of animals. Yeah. And so the, Gandalf was the wizards of not people. Uh, okay, <laughs> Saruman okay. was the wizard for the men of the West. Uh, and Alatar and Palando were the blue wizards that went east that's all we know about them <laughs> that's blue wizards they went east but so i think it'd be cooler if it was one of them because i do think that like so we talked about this i mm -hmm. talked about this with mike when we talked about 
uh, Kenobi. If you okay. put two, if you wrap the if you wrap the story around too many of the former characters, the story becomes less interesting because we already know their final result. Star we, Wars, what? Oh, sorry, sorry, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. You know. <laughs> so, so for me, I I look at the, that kind of thing and I go, okay, I get it. We're doing prequels now because prequels make audiences show up because you tell us we're going to get Galadriel. We tell yeah. us we're going to get Lord. Yes. I get it. I get it. I'm showing up too. I get it. But I don't want it to be such a prequel that it's like everybody from the other thing is now in this thing. So I just hope we get because I don't know that much about Radagast. I don't know anything about those other two wizards that you talked about. I would uh, love to see. Actually, them. you do. I just told you everything, everything. there is about them. In <laughs> There's everything to know. Your there names are, are Alatar and Palando. They were yeah. blue. They went east. That's Perfect. all the lore. And I'm talking the Silmarillion, the Lord of the Rings, the Lost Tales, the letters. That's all we all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. I'm hoping it's one of them. But given that in the past, Gandalf was known as the stranger. It is possible that this is a young Gandalf, you know, a super, super young Gandalf. But that even messes up the that messes up the continuity if this is coming off the PJ movies, because Elrond was like, I was there, Gandalf. Thousand years ago, I was there at Mount Doom. And, you know, but uh, yeah. it doesn't mess up Treebeard going, ah, young wizard Gandalf, because the trees were here like first. <laughs> it was like the mountains, the trees, the eagles, the other animals, mm. um, then the dwarves, then the elves, and then finally the humans mm. and kind of the hobbits because hobbits are kind of like people. Mm. I kind of look at them as like I mean, prototype people. I mean, you know. they're, I, okay, I'll say this about hobbits and then I'll, I'll get into the last thing I want to touch on. All right. Mm -hmm. Hobbits. You know what? I'll give y'all some respect. You know what I'm saying? You're little and and you know you you got moxie. <laughs> but I would like to see a little more dwarf energy because I think like, that's sooner coming. Or later, okay, like like there's got to be that's okay, coming. There's got to be some kind of strength in the hobbit world. But speaking of strength, my my most respected being in this universe are dwarves. All right. Imagine this. I can see that. You you're the littlest that, dude, yeah. you the littlest out there, all right? <laughs> but you don't run from nothing. You know what I'm saying? They, they ain't never scared. You'll never see them running. You don't you'll never see a scared dwarf. Um, and they little, you, know, you gotta give them props know, for that. Well, no, they ain't little, they stout. There's a difference. <laughs> well, sorry. Okay. Hobbits are little. <laughs> dwarves are just short, you know. And dwarves are the pit bulls of the of the Lotar world, you know, but the, or the Rottweilers rather. But um, the the thing on that, and I, I I ain't gonna lie, I understand why you dig the dwarves. I really do, because dwarves are all about look. I'm making my money. Leave me alone. Oh, there's something going on over there. But see, that's over there. <laughs> I. <laughs> you want to know what I am? I am not over there. <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> when over there gets here, we handle it. Until then, now nah, I'm good. <laughs> now nah, I'm good. But it's I'm like good. you never, you never see them shy away from a fight. They don't, they don't retreat. They don't do like I got. I got to give them the props. I got to give them the props. Mm -hmm. You know, is the you know it takes them a long time to run places and stuff, <laughs> and, and they got all that heavy armor on, and they still don't give up. You got, you got, 
They're like the dozers, but just like better dozers. Bruh. <laughs> they were essentially carved from stone by their Ooh. god. Okay. Like they are they are fleshy rock people. That's what they do. They are steadfast. They are tough as nails. <laughs> you know, and, and that I mean, in the a lot of people forget because he was used for comic relief in the movies. But in the two towers, when they're like, hey, let's go hunt some orcs. They were chasing those Urukai for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's a human and an elf running for two weeks with no sleep. And there was Gimli. I'm complaining, but he kept up <laughs> on foot for two. I mean, we're t- I mean, that that whole joke about cross country. Yeah, they were literally running. A- they ran across a state, bro. <laughs> a whole state and there's Gimli right there full armor his heavy axe his three light axes you know um and then when they found him Good it was point. all about that action you know all about that action it was like oh we got uh we got uh you know we, we got orcs coming up yeah time to kill him oh look dude's on horseback and then when the dude's on horseback showed up they're like what what <laughs> <laughs> This is an interesting point from a storytelling perspective, though, because if you look at Tolkien's two most popular stories, the hobbits are most certainly supposed to be the uh, what we would call in our world, in the real world, the every people, meaning Um, that they're, they're in the Shire. They're just doing their life. They're just good to go. They're not wealthy like the dwarves. They don't have an empire like the dwarves. They just have their little communities. Same thing with the Hobbit too, right? But they're called into something bigger than them. And they're called into something that they're uncomfortable with. And they're called mm-hmm. into something where other people have power, but they don't have any power. All they have is relationships and relational means by which to operate. And their stick with itness, right? They're, uh, you I'm going to get the job done. True power. Um, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. it's actually funny that you mentioned that because literally speaking, I'm with you except... They're not the everyman. They are the idealized version of the rule man. Um, okay. Okay. The hobbits, okay. the hobbits were literally Tolkien's life goals. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, he grew yeah. up, he grew up in a little, in a little town in London yep. in the late 1800s. Yep. And then when he was an adult, he was off to world war one. Yeah. So you went from, Hey, you know what? This is cool. This is like living, 20 miles outside of Atlanta. Yeah. And then you go to muddy ground, nothing but bullets, dead bodies everywhere. Yes. And then he got home to the industrial revolution. Thus the whole Saruman thing of tearing down the forest and all that stuff. And he's just like, you know, he just won a little house in the country. Yep. (laughs) You know, with his nice little wife and wanted to (laughs) do gardening, smoke his pipe, eat his food and chill. Yes. And the whole Hobbit community is about eating your food, working <laughs> in your garden, smoking your pipe and chilling. Yes. Speaking <laughs> of eating, speaking of eating. Yeah. Mary and, and Pippin, I got to give them Bruh. the props. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting my refresh on. Some of you have seen the videos where I'm asking questions to all my token peeps and everything. Pippin, all right, so they're chilling and <laughs> Pippa's like, hey man, I'm hungry. And, and I can't remember who he's like, we like, already ate. ate. Yeah, that he's was like, we already we ate had breakfast. breakfast. 
And he said, what about, what about second, second breakfast? breakfast? And I was like, you know what? That's amazing. Then later on, like they have crispy bacon in the middle of the night, which, you know, gets them caught by the ring rates or whatever. But uh-huh. I was like, it's like, imagine waking up and being like, what are you doing? It's two in the morning. I'm making crispy bacon. Do you... Well, I mean, of course I'll have one, but turn it off. <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, of course I'll have a couple of strips of bacon. I mean, you're making it, but it's like, Second breakfast, it makes perfect sense. Hobbits are living the life. It's like, yo, look, yes, we ate at 8 a.m., but you know, it's 10.30. It literally is breakfast. (laughs) I'm not starving. Second breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's literally breakfast, second breakfast, 11sies, lunch, tea, dinner, and supper. (laughs) So we're talking seven times Hobbits are chilling. Yeah. (laughs) And then in between everything, pipe weed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. And then, but then with that, there's still, <laughs> when we meet them, well, not when we meet them, but a little bit later, they're like stealing vegetables from us. Like, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, from Farmer Maggot's Field. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, man. Stop. And then the come thing on. that got him off the freaking road, it was like, oh, man, mushrooms are over there. Yeah, mushrooms. <laughs> but yeah, this no. is, I think this is actually, this, this backs up the point I was um, about to make was that, I like Rings of Power, by the way. I'm not against Rings of Power. So I like it a lot. But one mm-hmm. of the things I'm missing from it right now, and this conversation is helping this clarify it for me, is that, and Solo, you brought this up earlier in the conversation, but if we're supposed to see the world through Galadriel's eyes, that's a much different perspective than Bilbo or Frodo. Yes. So it's weird to yeah. get in that mind frame because like, because yes. Nori, Nori is not that yet. She's, maybe she's supposed to be that for us or something, but... You know, we've already said we don't connect with her that well because personality-wise, we're not that much like well, her. Well, right? it's so. um, I think it's part of the new storytelling, and you mm-hmm. probably know more about this than I do, because of this show consists of four stories. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. got what's Elrond up to? Yep. Yeah. What's Galadriel up to? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what is um, what is Nori up to? Yep. What is I forgot his name. But you know, um, we're talking about him next. I- I'll pull him up. Hold yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is he up to? And technically, what's his girl up to? You know, so we got five and a half stories. Yeah, yeah. But with that five and a half story thing, it's um, each story is told from the perspective. It's very Game of Thrones, the novel, where it's like when we're in these chapters, this is how we're seeing the story. And I think it's spread about so that everybody can get something. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. um 20 years ago when I was very, very young and thought Dennis Miller was funny. Um, <laughs> I noticed his um his comedy routine was 10% really good jokes and 90% not written for me. Mm. <laughs> but I noticed everybody in the audience felt that just about a different 10 percent uh you know yeah yeah, okay. yeah 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 so yeah and that's what i'm seeing is like nori's story is like hey kids look it's a dumb short teenager just like you look yeah. at all the stuff that you would be doing too especially since we <laughs> live in the 21st century and butt whippings are no longer a thing now um <laughs> you action folks Bro, check out this elf. He's dungeon delving. Look at the rats crawling by his face. Oh, now he now he's in slavery. Hey, D&D guys, D&D guys, check it out. You know this part. You know this part. Then we got 
hey women look it's galadriel look mm. she's doing a galadriel look she's mm. strong independent woman mm. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. um and then finally we got the oh and token fans yeah check out elrond's story yeah yeah, yeah look it's kelebrimbor it's Gilgalad. See? See? Yeah. So everybody gets um gets that DiCaprio meme from Wolf of Wall Street that ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why right, so um one quick thing about Galadriel. Uh when they went to the when they went to the the western shore or the eastern shore, whatever it was, first, didn't the queen tell him keep her on the palace grounds? Second, why was she looking through those scrolls like it had a Dewey Decimal System? It's just tons of paper everywhere. <laughs> you ain't gonna find that. It's not like there's a title on it. You just, she was like looking around at scrolls like, ooh, I know this one. But anyway, <laughs> slide that to the side. Uh, the character's name is Erendir or Arondir. Yeah, um, yeah Elendil or Erendil. Yeah. Um, but that scene, <laughs> the prison, the almost prison break, respect, respect. Respect. I like I like how the uh, how the orcs are handling the situation with tearing down the trees and stuff. Even though I mean mm -hmm. tearing down trees is bad. I mean, depending on why you're tearing it down, I don't know, but <laughs> for the most part, it's bad. I mean, unless like I don't know. Well, tearing down the shortage, it's, but whatever. Anyway, it's yeah. that whole respect for life, man. It's that whole yeah. look, man. This let this tree live. This tree's been here longer than us. But and the, the and the and the orcs are like and the, the beautiful thing was the water scene. I was like, oh, this what this is this is what I came for. This is uh, this is the action I seek. This is you know. I was, I was like, concerned yes. about that because I was watching it. And I'm like, oh man, Mike is gonna have a field day. This is. So I'm like, here we go with the black character going. No, you run. I'll hold off the wolf. I'm like, oh, oh here yeah. we go. Yeah. Here we yeah, go. I, I was like, I was like, come on, man. I was like, why can't you get to safety? Then I was like, oh snap. Well, I guess it, I guess it is good. You hung back this time. We didn't know, we didn't yeah. know that there were snipers outside. Yeah. You know? As soon as and, I I'm like, why is he standing there? People I'm like, with oh. arrows in all of these fantasies, it doesn't matter what you're watching. It can be Willow is coming back. It can be Willow. All these people are like, I guess, Olympic level archers. Like nobody, mm -hmm. arrows don't miss. All right, it's it's like the opposite of stormtroopers. Anyone who picks up an arrow, slam dunk. Is or like it or in a <laughs> um, show where you see somebody I runs up and there's a motorcycle the and they just jump on the motorcycle and they can ride it. It's like, yeah, no. like I rode a motorcycle when I was 13. If I jumped on one now, it probably wouldn't work like it does in Mission Impossible. But let it slide. Yeah, <laughs> you know, say once you learn how to ride a bike, you know. But um, but no, I would argue your point with the Mines of Moria because they were coming out of those walls like cockroaches at your friend's house. You know which one, <laughs> and um, and they had arrows all over the place. And Legolas was like beep 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 beep. But like true, all yeah, I forgot they them. they were missing him yeah. all the time. Yeah, they're but I have everybody. a theory that Legolas is magic. I I'll probably talk about it in another video. He's got to be magic. I think he's he like for those the movies. magic elf. Like he, he was for those movies. He because you know again in, in combat in this series in combat Legolas mm -hmm. could take out armies of these people. Yeah, yes. dude could dude could beat everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, except Gimli. Um, the uh, the jail <laughs> right, thing right. I liked because 
they use the sun, like, you know, like knocking down the, the mm-hmm. I guess, the, the canopy or whatever to uh, shine the sun on them, um, trying to like pull them into the sun, uh, like just using their kind of like ingenuity. And even though they had the change, using the change to kind of fight back. I, I liked how I'm they not, use it. I'm I, not going to lie. I kind of, I kind of went, all right. All right. Yeah. You know what? No. Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah. Dig you pointy eared bastard. You know, that, that was me. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. See, now you see what it's like for everybody else. Huh? Oh, look at you. Uh, something changed. I feel it in the water. Oh, you know? And I'm like, yeah, now dig toil, 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 <laughs> and put some respect on your thoughts for people. And, um, cause you know, I'm waiting for the, I'm doing this and I'm getting whipped and these guys got to do this just for food. We need to teach them to talk to trees, you know, and that, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> when I saw, um, when I saw, um, them use the chain in the very Jackie Chan Hong Kong Kung Fu movie, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll let elves know Kung Fu because again, they're teenagers until they're about 125, 130. And you brought up the is everybody with an arrow accurate? Bro, what and else these, is there? To these do? are the military dudes. So they like <laughs> yeah. they're extra like and SOCOM or Rainbow Six. And what like, else is there to do other than breakfast, second breakfast, 11s, <laughs> uh, lunch, tea, supper, dinner? You know, other than seven meals a day. It's not like they on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing to do for elves, but like, I don't know, like train and just like, I don't know, be arrogant. Like there's <laughs> I did two. Uh, 275 push-ups in one sitting. Oh, well, I did 375. Oh, well, I did <laughs> yeah. 462. Like, yeah. they have nothing else to do but just, like, yeah. be awesome. Like, I mean, that that's literally, like, what makes elven-made weaponry go. It's like, I'm weaving spells into the thing, and, oh, my God, that is three microns off. It's garbage. All right, next one. <laughs> and people, and, you know, people that aren't elves are going, that's garbage? <laughs> Or, <laughs> or like, here's, it's like here's being a blade in a that glows when orcs are close. Hey, yeah. this is awesome. Shouldn't we make, like, little, like, outposts with these, like, rocks or stone in it? So, like, when they glow, we can be like, oh, snap, here comes some orcs. <laughs> uh, <they laughs> Sound have. the alarm. <laughs> but They, they have them in the elven lands. The thing is, <laughs> um, I got to make this clear for a lot of the people that aren't ringers. Um Middle Earth is a continent. It, it's a con- it's really a country, okay? And real talk, at this point in the story, nobody gives a damn about Middle Earth. Mm, nobody. Mm, mm, mm. Numenor is like Atlantis. They got technology, i.e. magic. Um, they got cool. I mean, um, I really like that they showed us the inner workings of Numenor, but it was a little lackluster for me. But then it's like, I got into the guild and, oh, you're going to be a sailor. And the sea is never wrong. And I'm like, okay, yeah, island people, that all works. You know, that that's kind of a cool. I know what's happening in your future, so have fun with that. Um, yep. But, um, and over in the elf lands, bro, they got cell phones, they got magic, they got stuff. Like, literally, the sun and the moon were byproducts of their trees, that's the level they're playing at. Okay, first there were like the two towers made by the Varda and then that war. 
uh, the first war of darkness happened with Melkor and he broke them. And then they said, well, we don't have towers. Let's replace them with trees, trees with a golden light and a silver light. And then Melkor brought in a uh, uh, giant spider. I think its name was Ulgolf, Ulgolf or something. I don't know, I'm a little rusty. And he ate the light from them trees, you know. And then they took the fruits of those trees and called them the sun and the moon. <laughs> so, like, elves are on that level, you know. Um, they still don't have like, to be. They still don't have to be uh, arrogant. Alice's about it. Yeah, <laughs> a, 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 yeah. <laughs> arrogant little rich. Like they're they're the mean girls. That's what they are. They're the mean girls. You know um, what they are? They are the mean you know? girls of the of this universe. And the thing is, like. Uh, Legolas and Thranduil, like those are the wood elves. They are the ones that are more down to earth because they're like, okay. "Hey, I like these forests and all that stuff. Let's let's set up here. Yeah, this is cool." Um, one of the reasons that I think um, that um, Galadriel um, was as amiable as she was in the Fellowship was. She went from, look at me, I'm high elf, I'm hunter of orcs. She had to settle and build, um, settle down and build. Oh, God, not enough coffee. Uh, where'd she live? Lothlorien. Yeah. Um, she had to settle down and build Lothlorien in the woods on Middle Earth. Mm. I mean, that's big. Mm. That's like... Okay. Complaining about your house in Bel Air and then getting a two bedroom duplex in Watts. That's what it's mm. like for them. Mm. You know, so she was humbled, especially okay, when they okay. were like, you know, oh, no, you already jumped off the boat to go to the to go to the forever <laughs> lands. Why you think we're going to let you try and hop on another one? No, this is it. You here. Yeah. And again, mm. if elves stay on Middle Earth and don't go into the shining lands of the West, they essentially become wraiths. <laughs> they'll live for like thousands and thousands a year and then they'll just fade away into a breeze like that was Galadriel's fate hmm. so by the time she met Frodo she was getting up there in years and she's like well it was a misspent youth oh well <laughs> y'all want, want some pie <laughs> have some pie they, did, know, they that... did treat them to a meal so you know but um <laughs> I yeah. guess on the uh I'll throw it to uh Jay. Is there anything about the the whole prison situation? I mean, of course, we got, you know, uh what is it, um Adar or whatever that we're going to meet soon. Of course they get the, the get fade blurry, face. Blurry, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just show <laughs> us, man. Dang, just show us who we in. Coming next week, Adolf. I literally next had next week's Martin exciting Lawrence episode. And, <laughs> I literally had Martin Lawrence in my head saying, "Come on, man, it's TV." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, it's TV. I'm I'm not watching a film. I'm not watching a film series. It's TV. Yes. That is." But that is um, it. is there anything that stands out to you about the prison sequence uh, as like you know, like you know, stellar? I guess you could say. Um. Well, I think we needed to see a couple things, right? We needed to see how extensive there's all these people that were saying the orcs are coming back, that that Sauron is coming back. There's things that are happening that are that are here and now, and all of those people were seen as the outcasts, right? Mm -hmm. um, sure. Like, what's what's the name of the dude that um, what's the name of the dude that's in the prison? That's like our, our main guy that we're following. Uh, Aaron Deer. Yeah. Aaron Deer. Okay. Um, cool character, by the way. 
um very when cool I, when i saw him and his uh and then the the human girlfriend that he like mm-hmm. is i'm like these people would make some beautiful kids that's all i'm saying <laughs> um, like, but i'm beautiful you're beautiful let's go <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's i can't exactly for my ears are pointy and i'm on a mission <laughs> that's right <laughs> so i thought with it well i thought what the prison scene did really well is it kind of showcased that like they're way stronger um than anyone thought except for the even even the people who were on the on the outcast people of like oh yeah they're coming it's bad it's still bad i hear we gotta keep, keep watch the g- g- gladrials and this dude um, they're way stronger than anyone could have imagined. And you kind of see how, how, how that is because when the one guy escapes, you're like, Oh, okay. As soon as he gets to the elves, the orcs are done. Like there's yeah. uh, like, but then they hit him with the arrows and they're like, Oh, there's even more of them than I thought. Cause I thought these were all underground, but they're all over the place around here. Uh-huh. So this so, is yeah, a full, like, this is and a full prison city or something that they got. Set yeah. Up. Yeah, it's like watching Face Off. Like, aha! I finally got out, and ah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, Face yeah, Off is and, crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, really crazy. But I will say this just really quick too. Yeah, um, I did like that fight scene a lot better than the one you talked about earlier with Hal Brand or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. But that one was like, was it was so obvious what was going to happen, and it was and it, the way it was shot too. There's like a there's a difference between film cinematic fight and tv show we got to have a fight and mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. film cinematic was the prison fight and tv show fight was the halbrand fight so i did like that too because it showed like the full cinematic experience that you could have watching so you're saying movie. there's a difference between um breaking bad and um and or there there's a difference between the arrowverse and anything starting Jackie Chan is what <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Man, <laughs> a Arrowverse. Little bit <laughs> man, rest Arrowverse in peace to the Arrowverse. Man. Example, the Arrowverse I, had some good stuff in it. I mean, you know. I, all I know is, all I know is that Solar has done so many good analogies in this show in this last hour. <laughs> like we have so it, many good. Analogies. It was because the the How Brand fight was. I was. They started pushing me. I was like, here we go. Y'all mm-hmm. should have just left him alone. I because we it was like we knew it was like we knew, when he we broke knew. that dude's arm, I was like, Yep, told you, told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Told you. And then he <laughs> well, broke see, it in a place where you can't like fix it. Like you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well it's um it's very it's very much the TV trope of um one the biggest lesson of Lord of the Rings has always been to me at least arrogance will lead to downfall because hmm. all the rich people that are comfortable the numenorians the high elves the wood elves it's like yo guys orcs are, uh even even in the south yo orcs are coming back ah nah da, 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 we go we all that <laughs> and you know all the people sitting up going no i told you i i, I told you the elves yeah. are coming like you know when um when hot mom goes up and drops that orc head at the bar saying, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> um, and, you know, and the thing is, and this is something I learned from the most quotable yet boring movie I've ever seen, The Way of the Gun, is um, always be afraid of the old gangster. Hmm. You know, because, you know, I, I mean, it was like James Conn and Benicio Del Toro versus a bunch of other people, or James Conn versus Benicio Del Toro. And Del Toro's like, no, we can't take him. But he he's he's been doing this a long time, which means he's lived long enough 
to be doing this a long time. Mm. So it, it's like um, when suburban kids try going up to the black dude thinking that they know how to fight. And it's like, bro, I spent elementary school in juvie, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, all, you listen to rap and like... you're thinking that you're gangster. Yeah. You know, me and my cousin Twan. Yeah. He wanted to do rag. What's up? <laughs> you know, but there is there is that thing with the even as as, you know, great as the Elks, uh, the Elves are in this. They struggle with the orcs in this. And I think even they expected when it comes to hand to hand, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I got this." And the we'll orcs see. were not pushovers. I mean, we'll I guess you you they... can see that there's levels of orcs. You got these little like 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 hunched over like I don't know slimy guys, but then they had the ones that were they're kind of cut up. Then like they've been hitting the gym. <laughs> I don't know why they don't all make the gym orcs, but well, still. See, like those here, ones gave them a very hard time. They didn't just walk through them. Well, and see, this is the part that the elves keep forgetting. Orcs used to be elves. <laughs> you know, um, and they're elves that were tortured and twisted by Morgoth. Mm. So it was like, yo, man, you're underestimating me. We went to the same boot camp, mm. you know. I, I I was in class 435. You were in class 432. Like, I remember you. Mm. You know, we played some pickup games against each other. What happened? POW camp? <laughs> POW camp? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I'm a POW, and now you're thinking, oh, I, he's ugly and hunched over, and, you know, his outside says the inside. It's like, I'm evil, but that don't mean I'm unqualified. Mm. <laughs> You know, true, but true. the elves are always going, oh, no, they're 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 beneath us. They are orcs. They are this. They are that. And it takes 5000 years. <laughs> you know, that's why, like, in um in the in the Fellowship of the Ring, they're like, oh, orcs and Boromir's reaction. And they have a cave troll like, man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they, I guess it's because they're always disregarded. It yeah. seems like they're always disregarded, like, oh, psh. how many could there be? Uh, like a million? Like, I don't know. There's a whole bunch. Like, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. They're all running around. Like, we got to do something. Like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just a little place. Over no, it's not a little place. Like, they got a whole city underground, man. We got to, like, move now. It's super important. Yeah. And see, again, history teaches that all the time. Like, there's another show that I watch on the Mayans. And they have this little place called Meth Mountain, where it's this little commune in the middle of the desert, like in the Inland Empire, and it's just full of meth heads. Wow. But but I don't care how tough you are or how many weapons you got. If you've got 300 people on meth in the same place, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't a fight you gonna win. <laughs> yeah, you don't you um, don't again, want that. It's best to probably just run. Yeah. And I mean, you know, America should have learned that in Vietnam, you know, like the 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 French learned that in Russia, you know, <laughs> um, we're talking like from Napoleon to, you know, uh, Germany to like all these England learned it with us, <laughs> you know, with the United States. We were the orcs in that position. We're sitting up running through trees and hiding stuff and leaving little traps and they're just marching in straight lines. Oh, look at us. We're British. Look at our pointy ear stuff. We're wearing bright clothing. And we like, yeah, no, we got you. All right. Take out that line from the trees. It's dishonorable. 
there are those that fight honorably and those who win, (laughs) you know, and that's what the orcs really are. So it wasn't until the fellowship of the ring that any of the free peoples learned that lesson. Actually, yeah, it wasn't until the war of the ring where the free peoples learned that lesson. And that's what we're building up to right now. You know, everybody's like, look at us. It's it's a golden age. Everything's nice. Everything's fine. Everything is this. And it's like, bruh, y'all don't know. That threat is right around the corner. <laughs> Matter of fact, yeah. it's right under your feet. Just yeah, look down. They, even <laughs> like he didn't really have time because, of course, uh, uh, Aaron Deere went down in the hole. But mm-hmm. after seeing that hole and being like, hold up, but yeah. something just wiped out of town and like nobody knows anything. Let me report back real quick before I get my, you know, my sleuth on. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean, you're looking at a town that it it seemed like everybody just disappeared. And I Mm -hmm. mean, they did, but I mean, imagine coming up on that and being like, hold on. So where is everybody? There's no dead bodies. There's no, there's no nothing. It's just, it's just the, gone. The movie that showed this right was the 13th warrior, mm. you know, with the eaters of the dead. Um, this is also why I wish anybody at Marvel or Disney has been listening to me for the past 14 years. This <laughs> is why like, serious. I'm about to say this. And after this discussion, you guys will be like, you know what? No, I see you, which is, um, you know how everybody's been making their pitches for everything? And I'm like, somebody heard my Aquaman pitch because I'm like, yeah, kaiju. End of the movie, kaiju. Because the ocean is dark and full of monsters. And that that's what it should be about. Um, Fantastic Four's first villain in their next movie should not be Dr. Doom or Galactus. It should be Mole Man. The dude that swallows buildings in Manhattan. <laughs> you know, because... Mm underground yeah yeah seriously like you're just going and down and boom, you wouldn't really down. see coming because you'd be like oh he's not important enough and yeah army of army of monsters in the underground <laughs> they take property they eat children let, let let's bring it you know take care of that four <laughs> you know um it's so only yeah, four of you go <laughs> yeah it's only four of you here's the army here's the underground stuff and you know Oh, and by the way, the biggest monsters, yeah, they're coated in stone. <laughs> they're all the thing. They're all the thing because they're they're rock monsters, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that 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 was my pitch for the Fantastic Four. And um and people were like, I don't know, man. Mole man seems kind of stuff. And I'm like, see, no, underground. Like, I know Vietnam vets. I've heard stories. And that kind of thing is horrifying. And I like that this show is really pumping that out. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I have never been more hood than in that first episode where they first found that hole. I'm like, why are you going in there? Don't go in there. Don't do- no, no. I'm, I mean, do, do elves not dig at all? Like, yeah, and at, then, like, and yo, then um, Geeky that, Andre. Big hole. <laughs> yeah, Geeky Andre says, I wonder if the elves in charge would have believed Aaron Deer if he reported about the destroyed town, which is a good question because you have Galadriel. They would have believed him, but they wouldn't have cared. Uh, um, and yeah, because they, shown... they would have been like, the, the men deserve that because they because they sided with uh, Morgoth. Exactly. So, and, but it's like, but you know, you know underground doesn't just stop 
where they live, right? At Underground town, leads, right? it leads to us. Like Underground can, is ground. Ground they can is dig everywhere. They want. <laughs> yeah, see, there's there's not a place that there isn't ground. You know, the sea yeah. has a ground. It's right? a ground. Thanks, everybody, for rolling through. I'm going to throw it to uh, Jay for final thoughts. And where can they find you? Final thoughts. I'm I'm still into the show. Um, I like House of the Dragon a little bit better, but I like that type of thing a little bit better. Um, but I still I'm still into the show. I still I still like it. I still dig it, and I'm still gonna keep watching. Um, all the hate that it gets is to me ridiculous. Like it's not even you're not even three shows in. Like give me a break. Like what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> we so, know where that hate's coming from. Don't 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 yeah, think yeah, to yeah, what yeah. they're saying. Yeah. We know what we they already mean. know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I'm looking forward to what's coming next. I don't have a lot of other thoughts beyond that because I'm just here for the ride. Mm -hmm. And I think they're doing a good job of like, you know, the internet wants every question answered every week. And I think they're doing a good job of, you know, yeah, we got blurry, uh, ADAR, but like that is to get us the next week. I'm okay with that. Um, and you can find me at uh, the Story Geek. So check out the Story Geeks YouTube channel, Story Geeks podcast. I'm on hiatus because I haven't been feeling great. So I, I've been doing very few shows. I've got a couple things planned, but I'm on hiatus. But I'll be back there probably in the next three to four weeks. And uh, you can check out all my content there or follow me at uh, at J J A Y Sheer S H E R E R on Twitter. Cool, cool, and. Solar Gray, final thoughts? You know, we, how you feeling? And where can they find you? Uh, real talk, final thoughts on this episode. Um, I, I enjoyed more of it than I thought I would. Not gonna lie. With the almost hobbits, or the proto-hobbits, <laughs> I was a little bored. I was a little bored with the mm. proto-hobbits. I, I got Bender in my head the entire time going, let's go already, you know? <laughs> Um, I agree with that, by the way. That's a good yeah. comment. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will agree. Yeah. Um, but I was more compelled with the Galadriel storyline this week than I was last week. Mm. So that's good. I okay. was kind of going, what's up with Elrond? No, you know, Elrond and Celebrimbor is building the tower. What's going on over there? You know, because I know what's coming because of the lore. So I'm like, is that close to happening? And they're like, what's going on over there? Let, let's, let's see what's going on in that tower. That tower is super important. Um, but quite honestly, um, the stories they did focus on were, were decent, except for the little Hobbit thing. I like that they're giving the story time to breathe, you know, except for the Hobbits, they're taking too much time to breathe. I'm like, you know, I, I get it. Y'all having elevensies right now, but you know, um, make it a sandwich, eat on the road. Um, but yeah, when I um when I took a look, I'm like, this episode, I was glad that it was an hour, but it felt like an hour. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm with you. I, I like I, I like House of the Dragon better. And so far, that show hasn't felt like I was watching an hour show. Agreed. Um, Deep Space Nine didn't feel like it was an hour long. Inter um um Strange New Worlds don't feel like an hour. Mm -hmm. And this one was I like... I know where you're coming from. Yeah, um, but this one, I'm like, oh, there's another 20 minutes left. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say. Let's go already! All right. You want to know why? Her. 
<laughs> because you know? the little hobbits, the, the 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 almost hobbits, the, exactly. the hobbit cousins, exactly. whatever. You cut that out. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not even say cutting it out. I'm just saying accelerate it a little bit. I don't need to hear all the all the chattering. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear the aunties in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, give me more with the girl. Give me more with the giant. You know, even give me more with the old man. Definitely give me more with Nori's parents. I- I'm I'm liking the whole Nori's parents thing. I like their dynamic very much. Um, but I'm just like, uh, <clears throat> I get it. Like. Again, since I know you and I are Trekkies and we go on that, but so far the ho- the Nori and her stories are feeling a lot like the Ferengi plot lines in Deep Space Nine. Or I'm, I'm not I'm not like, I'm not going to do the Ferengi that bad. I I prefer <laughs> those I prefer those plot lines even to yeah. yeah so it's, well, we I, just gotta we just gotta go somewhere. We gotta go. We gotta. Yeah. Just yeah, I'm like with just, the with the with the baby hobbits. We get we just gotta move. We gotta move. Well, you know, I, well, the thing that I think it causes me the cognitive dissonance is they're talking about being a caravan, so they're talking mm-hmm. a lot about being left behind. They're talking about being the caravan and being in motion, and we're watching them sit still for a long time. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, like well, that and you got you got you got. Everywhere else is massive amounts of conflicts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you're in the prison, it's crazy. You're in front of the queen and Gladriel's mouthing off. You know, like, oh, there's, yeah. there's, there's massive conflict. So in Lord of the Rings, uh, the movies, at least, when you saw the hobbits, there was a lot of physical harm that could be done to them at any point in time. Yes. But with yeah. this crew, there's no physical harm. Like, there's no threat of physical harm. So there's no yeah. conflict. The They're only not conflict being is like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know. when you throw us into that, since there's not a lot of conflict, it's got to move faster because we yeah. know there's other conflict out there and we can't wait to see that. Yeah. Exactly. We'd rather be watching that. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'll be done. And then, you know, you can tell them where <laughs> they can find you. <laughs> the Hobbit scene or the, the Hobbit people scenes, the, the Brandyfoot scenes or whatever yeah. their name is, those are the scenes in the Godzilla films when they cut away to the humans. That's what it is. It's like, no, 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 no. We, you know whose name is on the movie, right? We paid. <laughs> we paid to see Godzilla. <laughs> like, why are we That's why, why we Godzilla versus Kong worked. <laughs> let's let's watch humans watch the fight. No, no, we want to watch the fight. <laughs> if I wanted that, I'd watch a reaction video. Yeah, uh, like, I want to come on, man. Show us the fight. Yeah, and um, but that that was very much the thing. But the other two stories were so strong that I'm willing to tune back in, you know. Because they were strong. I'm interested to see um, Mr. Uh, Fuzzy Pointy Ears. Um, I'm in- I'm definitely interested to see Elrond talking with the dwarves more. I want to mm-hmm. see if um, Halbrand is going to die or does he become the mouth of Sauron? Does he become a ring wraith? Like, you know, why? Like, the other characters are more compelling. And I'm following stuff with the characters. But Nori and her girl are not compelling enough to me mm-hmm. for me to go, oh, I said, uh, well, what's going on with these dumb teenagers? <laughs> yeah, let, let's take a look. Like, you know, they're not having the breakfast club moment. And much like the um, 
like though like i said it's like the whole four humors thing the four, the ninja turtles were reflected in the hobbits you know you had all four of them and nori and um what's her name is very much like you know it, it answers a question no one asks which is what would the lord of the rings been like if it was just pippin and sam yeah what's up with that yeah. you know and it's exactly. like yeah no <laughs> no pippin needed mary <laughs> and frodo yeah. needed sam you know that was the whole thing like i would watch an adventure between sam and pippin but that adventure would be them sitting around a bar talking about how they <laughs> how they just can't stand having to look out for frodo and pippin you know <laughs> just you know and do you not know I had to put on that ring and kill a spider? Oh, man. Dude, when <laughs> Pippin touched that thing and it was like, dude, get out of Rohan. Like, seriously, man. <laughs> but they are people and we love them, right? Yeah, I guess we do. One of those. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. I would like to see that as a short, um, not as a series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and what I got now is I got Pippin and Sam. <laughs> on their little adventure inside Hobbiton. And I'm just like, I don't really need, or Hobbiton on the road, except it took three episodes for them to get on the road. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, you're right. This is the third episode and they're just now getting on just the road. Yeah. You know, so this one, I'm gonna give a solid pair to. It's not a three of a kind, okay? Um, it's just enough to make sure you don't fold. Because, you know, they haven't they haven't done the turn or or, you know, any of the other cards, but you got yourself a solid pair. You know, you got like a solid pair of sixes, you know, and you're like, all right, all right. I got a pair of sixes, got a pair of sixes. This some something else could come up from this. So I'll, I, I won't fold right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if by the time the uh, the turn card hits, yeah, you know what? I might even hold on to the river, but I don't see myself winning, you know, so. <laughs> That that that's a big thing. So yeah, that that's where I'm at. But if y'all want to know more, um, my Twitch channel is on hiatus for about another week. Um, again, this heat wave is broke, so my equipment isn't always hot to the touch. But there are some changes happening down here at the Wizard's Tower. Um, but you can you can find the archive over at twitch.tv slash bid underscore p and on Solar Gray's YouTube channel. Okay, we have hours of content and I'll probably be um, uploading a lot more like the past three years of podcasts onto um, SoundCloud um, slash BidP um, very soon. So I'm out there. I'm out cool, there. Cool. So, yes, that is most definitely a thing. All right. So, yeah. And this is this has been great, man. This has been great. You know, I needed this. <laughs> I, I needed this, you know. What, what? Well, so, yeah. uh, for me. Final thoughts. I really need the Hobbit thing to do something. But if the Hobbit thing doesn't do anything, cool. Just maybe have them do stuff in the background that we don't have to see. The orcs, yes. I love it. The whole the water thing, I, I had a ball watching that. That was great. Uh, even the kind of like Galadriel part, I was digging it. She still mm -hmm. doesn't know how to act in, in you know, when she's behind enemy lines, but hopefully no, she gonna learn behind this enemy lines with not even like I don't know like a slingshot. But <laughs> I still like the story that we went on with that. But yes, more, more orcs, 
and evilness, I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, shouts out to Geeky Andre, Blurdish, Jenna James, ZSB Lou. Uh, I think someone else came in, but I might I might have missed it. But other, oh, uh, hold up, I said Geeky Andre. If I didn't say it, I said it again. But anyway. If I missed your name, it's not on purpose. Anyone getting your uh, lurk on, thank you for coming through. N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Nerd Soul, Hip Hop and Geek. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Podcast, all that jazz. Thank you for hanging with us. We have D23 News tomorrow and Cobra Kai on Tuesday. And then uh, uh, Freestyle Comics Convention, virtual and in person, next weekend. And I'll be on like three panels. So it'll be a lot of fun. A whole bunch of fun. If you're not part of the email list, uh, go to the site or message me or whatever. I'll put you on there so you can be on it. But uh, until next time, from us to you, thank you for watching. Watch some Rings of Power. Watch some Lord of the Rings. Answer my question that I'm asking you. And oh, well, come, I know, I know. Come on, come on. I know, I know. I know. You was late, but you, but you gonna make it. You, all right, so you, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you sure? All right, say, say yeah. I love all y'all. Love all y'all. See, you can't just, just go close and stuff. You got to say, I love all y'all. Love all y'all. So y'all be good. Y'all be good. Say, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Until next time. Next time. Peace. <laughs> 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 now, all right, remember, I right, hold up. Hold up. Yeah, uh, there we go. go. Uh, 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 no, all right, here we go. Not yet. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 um,